What's up and welcome to the Espresso with Aaron and Sarit podcast. This is the show where you go for the tips, tools, and the life hackeries to lose weight, gain confidence, and create a life that you are excited to wake up for. Get ready for some tough love conversations that will change your perspective from destructive to productive. We are your hosts, Aaron and Sarit. And we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. Hey, hey, welcome back. We are doing today part four out of five of the top five excuses that we have found people make to not pursue their dreams or goals that they would really like to accomplish, specifically on this channel, you're going to find that we talk a lot about weight loss, body confidence, um, and just having the courage to live a life that makes you freaking excited and happy. Um, so the first week, I'm going to test you. Okay. She's got notes. It's okay to have notes, people. Fail to plan, plan to fail. All right. So week one, uh, the not week one, uh, part one, we talked about. No time. I don't got no time. No. If you missed that episode, you can go back, check it out. Um, part two, then we talked about too tired, being too tired. I'm too tired. I'm too tired. Have you ever said like, I'm too tired to do, to work out. I'm too tired to meal prep, too tired to fill in the blank Mm -hmm. of, of thing that, you know, you need to do, but you have some kind of alibi to not do it. Part three. No more. And what we mean by that is not no more, but rather no motivation. No motivation. Uh, Yeah. And I have found myself at times not motivated as well. So definitely an episode worth checking out. Today, what we are going to be talking about is needing permission from somebody else or needing to feel like others approve of a decision you've made for yourself. Mm. So now, you know, we, we help a lot, you know, 99% women. Yep. And I would say one of the, one of the biggest fears that anyone has is the fear of criticism and just needing to feel like people agree with you to, do what you feel like you know you need to do for yourself, but for some reason we need a validation that that's like, oh, okay, now I can do this if so-and-so approves, or now I can buy that if my spouse gives me a blessing, or now I can, you know, it, like this life that you are living in your own self needing somebody else to say, yeah, you you can do that for your own life. is something that we find uh, not just the women in our community, but like just people in general running up against all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the question is, what do you do? And the first thing that comes to my mind is, I believe that when you seek permission from others, you're actually taking away the value of freedom because you're letting somebody else make a decision for you. Now, of course, we all have other people in our lives who are extremely important to us, who are extremely influential. However, 
you know, you giving the power away to somebody to make a decision for you is not a very smart thing to do. And it doesn't matter what it's about. You know, it's about you claiming ownership and responsibility for your life. And that's what it takes in order to pursue freedom for better or for worse, be it tough decisions, easy decisions, you know. And the first thing that I think about is when it comes to permission, I would hope that you take that out of your vocabulary and instead, you know, replace that with support. So instead of asking for permission, ask for support. It's like, hey, I plan on doing this, right? I am the decision maker. Of your own life. Of your own life, be it with your body, be it with your career, be it with, you know, whatever. Can I, can I get your support on this? We actually just had this conversation, like we were making coffee right before we, we recorded this. And, you know, you shared with me something and you didn't ask me for permission. You're like, hey, I plan on doing this (laughs) and I just want to share that with you. And by the way, this is how our relationship is with everything. And you know what? I think so. First thing is I would strongly encourage you to make it a point to ask for support rather than permission so that you are the driver of your life. I want to relate it to to something that I just to uh, maybe a scenario that I think that you you can understand um, in our community. Something that we talk with with a lot is, um, you know, uh, a woman wanting to join one of our programs, right? Wanting to come into one of our group coaching programs or one on one coaching programs, um, you know, fit like we say movement nutrition and lifestyle coaching essentially like basically creating habits creating discipline to not only help you lose weight but to also to help you just understand kind of the lifestyle you create to live inside a body that you want to live in and and when we're inviting somebody into one of these programs and and giving them the offer to to join us on that Oftentimes they feel so good about it if they were the only one that they considered in the equation. And often then it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to ask a spouse. Now, I want to bring up the fact that there is a difference between asking for someone's opinion and getting counsel from somebody you really respect. Mm. Because sometimes we do need to look outside of ourselves for things that, you know, we're looking to do, especially if it's something that's new to us or whatever. So there's two ways that that you can approach it. You can say, hey, look, I'm considering doing this. Um, You know, here's X, Y, Z, Y. And I would just like to know what your thoughts are because I look up to you because I respect you because you've done things in your life that I value and I respect, right? You You have character traits Um, and you live your life in a way that I respect with similar values to mine, da, 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 right? There's a difference between that and like, um, and asking for counsel for somebody from somebody versus like, can I do this? You know? So it's very different. Or I was thinking about doing this. How would you feel about it? Yeah. How would you feel if I did this? Because because then you're saying like, can I do it? Right. And and if you think about it, it's almost like a child parent kind of scenario. Like, 
as long as you are a child, you will be dependent. Yep. Right? That That's what children are. And so if you're asking for permission, like a child would for, ask for permission, you're putting yourself in a place of no power at all. No power. And, you know, so, so there's that difference that I wanted to talk about. Um, and the other thing that that does, uh, okay, so I want to share a story. I had a boyfriend who, uh, whenever I would say, hey, what do you want for dinner? Surprise me. Hey, what, what flavor ice cream do you want? Surprise me. Hey, um, you know, do you want to go to this movie or that movie? Surprise me. And it started to really annoy me. And then I asked myself, like, why is that so annoying? And I've become really good at asking myself questions. Like, why, why is that? Why does that annoy me? Why does this bother me? Why does this make me frustrated? Why did I feel this way when that happened? And so I asked myself that and I'm like, because he's putting all of the responsibility for his own life. Not, I mean, you know, a movie, a dinner, who cares? But if you get into the habit of putting responsibility on somebody else, you live a life that you have no control over. Mm-hmm. So you have to assume responsibility and accept that the decisions you make in life, even if that means listening to what somebody else says you should do when you feel differently in your heart and listening to what they say versus what you know you feel, assuming that this person is not the person you've asked for counsel, like a Yoda, right? Um, then you're, you're literally giving away the power that you have to create a life that you feel good about. And so when it comes to weight loss and, and going back to the example of, you know, somebody joining one of our programs, like, oh, you know, my husband says it's too much money. Yeah, it is a lot of money, dude. It is a lot of money. But how did you feel about it before you had that conversation with him? You felt amazing. You felt very confident in it. You felt really great about it. It sat really well with you. So stop asking for permission like a, like a kid would and start asking for support. So, you know, and there are times too where depending on the scenario, like in the scenario that we just had mm-hmm. um, in the kitchen when we were making our coffee, cheers to you. Uh, I said, hey, I, you know, this is something that I really want to do and here's why. I want to back it up with a, you know, a solid intention so that it makes sense. Um, and I said, I f- like, I feel very strongly about this so much to where if, if I didn't do this thing, I would feel a sense of responsibility for an outcome that I would not want to have. And so I need to do this thing. Now, I want to make sure we're always on the same page, want to make sure that we're clearly communicating with one another. And so that's why I bring that up. Also, I know that Sarit has enough respect for me to know that I can make sound logical decisions and she can trust it, right? So like, I don't have to question like, oh, is she going to think that like, I I don't, don't I'm not a child, right? Um, so I don't need to ask for permission. However, I do, I do hope for, and I'm 99% certain that a blessing will come out of it and we will be on the same page, but that's the purpose of the communication, not to ask for, can I do this? Right? Yeah. Not to ask for permission, but, but rather to ask for support. So I can imagine for anybody who's, you know, 
watching this, you're probably running into the scenario if you have not done that before. Like if you've been the type of person who is like, hey, babe, I was thinking about doing this. What are your thoughts? You know, if you've been living your life asking for permission and now you're like, all right, babe, I just want you to know I've done this incredible, you know, like thing, let's say 14 day workout program. And, you know, I, I just, I, I met these two girls and they seem kind of crazy, kind of cool. And, you know, it, it seems as if they really have a solution to this thing that I've been trying to achieve for a really long time. And, you know, I know I've tried a lot of things in the past to lose weight, but, you know, I can tell you that there's something different about this and I feel really strongly about it. Now, it would even dip in there. Like I'm really excited and looking forward to doing it. Yeah. Like making an assumptive statement, you know, I want you to know that I plan on investing in myself so that I will be able to sustainably lose weight, you know, transform my body, transform my life so that I can be a better wife for you, blah, blah, blah. Now, bing, bing, last part. Yes. So there's, there's two things that I want to talk about because if you've been living your life giving permission to everybody else to make decisions, to make critical decisions for you, okay, might not seem critical, but you know, decisions are a critical thing. Every meal that you put in your body, it is critical. It's either, you know, lengthening your life or taking away your life, or, you know, like what school your kids are gonna go to, or, you know, what you're gonna do with your extra time. Like these little things that might not seem like a big deal compound over time. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I want to do this. However, I feel intimidated because my entire life, or let's say you've been married with somebody for 10 years and they've been, you know, the, the person who normally takes charge or takes the wheel. And now you're, you know, swarming to the door, taking charge, like they're going to probably be thrown off and it's like, okay. Like, the behavior is different. Yeah. The There's behavior is different. So how, so how do you walk through that? So the first thing that I want to talk about is how do you get buy-in in order to get others to support you with whatever it is that you want, whether it's, you know, signing up for this college class that you've been procrastinating on for 10 years or, you know, maybe like starting a network marketing gig, even though, you know, your spouse told you things about it, that it's a pyramid scheme or whatever. Or maybe you've tried to lose weight 50 times and, you know, like. And they're like, this is just going to be another one of those things. Yeah. How do you get buy-in by asking for support? So. One of the things that I said how to sell yourself bounding and out there. Yeah. So one of the things one of the things that um you know I said earlier when I stepped into that persona is when you're trying to get support from somebody else, if there is a way where you can insert how you doing this thing, you committing to this thing, you changing this thing, or maybe you pivoting or omitting this thing will help them in some way, shape or form. That's the way. So let's, you let's said just, if 
there's always a way that you taking care of yourself and you bettering, like improving yourself is going to benefit the people closest to you. Always, there's always a way. But, but the thing we have to think about is like, what's important to that person? Is it important to that? Does your spouse get sick of hearing you say how fat and lazy and crappy you are? Like maybe the thing then that's going to benefit them is like, so that you can stop listening to me say how fat and lazy and whatever I am, right? Uh, if what's important to them is sex and you don't feel comfortable, you'd rather put a, like uh, turn all the lights off and wear a, a sack cloth. Or maybe you haven't done the thing a thing in like a year. It, and you're like, man, that's important to them. You're like, hey, I want to feel more comfortable and more confident so that I can, you know, connect with you in the way that's important to you. Like there's always a way, but what does that person care about? Yeah. I cut you off, but. And we can do an, we can do an episode on, you know, the different love languages and you know, what's really important to people. However, you know, like, let's say if you've been with this person for quite a bit of time, you probably know what's important to them. Okay. If for them, what do they complain about all yeah, the time? For them, it's like, if it's more time to watch football. Okay. Like how, how can you find a way to help them create more time? If I take care of myself and I feel better about myself, I'll be more energized. I will be more productive. I'll be able to take care of more stuff around the house so that you can have some time to watch some football, baby. Mm-hmm. Like there's always and, a way. And I'll, I'll make you food in the meantime. I'll make you some chicken nachos. <laughs> okay. Clean, clean nachos. How do you make clean chicken nachos? I'm sure we can figure it out. You'd get some chips. You're going to need some chips. We can make it from a clean ingredient. Yeah. What? I mean, cheese is not terrible. It's just how many times a week are you eating nachos? Are you using that nasty Velveeta cheese or are you using like some good quality sh- shredded cheese? You know? Are you using the nastiest sour cream? Maybe you can put some uh, non-fat Greek yogurt up on there. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> So let's let's I do, love food. Let's do some role play scenarios of how to, you know, get your loved ones on board with regards to Ooh, you, you role play. To do okay, like let's give you some like really tactical to to tools. Tactical tools day. Let's give you some tactical <laughs> tools to, you know, so that you can really take after you, you know, you listen to this of course. You can ask for support and not permission. Yeah, tweak whatever little mechanics you get a tweak, but then start asking for support more rather than permission and go take charge of your life, okay? The, the thing is, is that, you know, we live in a society where with the current school system, you know, teaches you how to be the type of person who, who always waits for permission. Ooh, to be told, told what, what to do, to do mm-hmm. right? True. 
So from a very young age. Can I go age, to the bathroom? Yeah, from a very young age, we're not educated how to take charge of our lives. And ultimately, the government wants you to do that, right? So that they can take control of you. Now, this conversation is not about politics, but that's just the reality of it. So, you know, these are real life tools that you need in order to create freedom. And a part of freedom is making decisions for better or for worse. And let me tell you something. I'd rather you make, you know, like... Uh, compromise decision, like a bad decision because you didn't know any better. Meanwhile, you used it as a, you know, learning tool or a learning experience to help you make better decisions and just waiting for the government to make for you decisions, waiting for your spouse to make you decisions. Like, no, like that's not a way to live. Just know that with taking responsibility, there's a double-edged sword because like not all decisions are easy to make, but how are you going to learn? So like- By fucking up. Yeah. Like, you know, Aaron and I have made multiple decisions that, you know, like didn't serve us well in the moment. However, depending on your state of mind and, you know, how you think, you're able to use every single, you know, failure as an asset over time. Okay, so let's say if you've tried to lose weight, let's say 20 times and you're like nothing worked so far, maybe something did, but then I gained the weight back. It, it didn't work. Okay, so now what lessons can you take away from this that haven't served you so far? Oh, okay, maybe it's I hate logging shit or maybe it's um, measuring everything doesn't work for me or maybe being too strict doesn't work for me. Okay, so now use that as tools in your toolbox rather than, you know, like... Know thyself. Yes. This is about living a life of awareness. Anyways, I'm going off on a different tangent. So Yes, where were we? So we're just going to do some role play scenarios of how to get your... Am I wearing a school uniform or what's my outfit for this role play? Firefighter? Sure. I don't think you understand. Okay. It's all right when you are married to a foreigner. (laughs) Okay, Bebe, what are we doing? Role play me. Yeah, okay. So let's, let's use a scenario that, you know, if you're listening to this and you've been in our community and you want to take yourself to the next level, you will. By the way, if you're not in our community yet, dang, that is our fault and we owe you a massive apology. You can actually find us on every social media platform at Erin and Sarit. That's E-R-I-N-A-N-D-S-A-R-I-T. Also, our Facebook community, Erin and Sarit, is freaking bomb.com. If you want a group of like just women who are in the pursuit of becoming as badass as they can and supportive and awesome with one another, check the, uh, if you're listening to this on audio, check the show notes. If you're on YouTube here and you're watching this, uh, check the description below. I'll put the link to the Facebook group in here. It is like the coolest community. Uh, they call themselves ES Army and I would agree. Oh, oh. There it is. <laughs> like a superhero. Bah! <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, babe, you know, I want to share with you something. And you might think that it sounds a little bit crazy, but hey, I mean, you married me, so you already know I'm crazy. And, 
You know what? Should I've, I be sitting down right now? You know what? A couple of weeks ago, I've come across this community called the ES Army. And you might think, what? You joined the army? <laughs> uh, what? So, yeah, you know, this this group, this group is incredible. Everybody's super supportive. And there's just a, a bunch of badass women. They're all doing, you know, um, these cool workouts and they're just working on becoming better versions of yourselves. And I know that you and I have had multiple conversations throughout our life about me just, you know, not feeling as confident with myself. And I've tried a couple of things. And anyways, um, I learned about this thing called the Inner Circle Program today. And, you know, I told you that I want to lose 30 pounds and how it will, you know, like just help me to feel more confident so that we can be more intimate and so that, of course, we can have a better marriage and so that, you know, I can feel like I'm a, you know, better mom for Lucy and Layla. And how much is it? Uh, well, so <laughs> that's how it's going to go. So since how much I, is it? So since I want to lose 30 pounds, um, what, what I was recommended was the six months program, which is more dollars yeah and that's so I really need to do this this is not this is not about me this is about us and this is about Lucy and Layla because I've noticed that you know like when I try to pick them up and put them in the car seat when they're done with kindergarten I'm already huffing and puffing and I'm like man like how will I be able to even like do this like when they grow five pounds bigger. And I just, you know, we've talked about it, you know, multiple times. I, I wanna, we, we, we both work so hard to do everything that we can to be able to see them graduate and get married and, and all of that. And, you know, I think about, I was asked this question, like, you know, where do you see yourself 20 years from now? And I really wanna see myself being a better version of myself and truthfully like I can't even begin to see like based on what I'm doing right now how I'll be able to do this so I just want you to know I know I've saved up you know some money and it might seem like a lot however like think about all the money that we're putting away for, for their tuition. Like that is a part of it so that we will actually be able to see them, you know, like in their graduation cap and all of that. So I just want you to know that this is a part of their long-term plan so that we can all be there together um, and to be able to experience the most out of life. And I feel in my heart that I really need to do this thing and that's why I just wanted to share it with you because I love you. I respect you. And, you know, I just want to ask you for your support and me making this decision. Why don't you try something less expensive? 
I mean, you are, you already know what to do. This is, we don't need to keep going into this, but this, this is, this is like how people will come back is like, Hey, well, why don't you do this? Why? Somebody will, each person's going to have a different perspective on a scenario, right? So where one person is going to see something from the deep inside, somebody may see it from the surface level. And that's not going to give each person the same idea of that scenario. And so, you know, whereas in this specific situation, it's like you feel so good about it, but because I maybe wasn't in the conversation that you were in, I wasn't asked the questions that you were asked. It's very common for then other people to have a very surface level idea and opinion of what you should do. When they don't know the deeply rooted, they don't know how to ask you the right questions to understand the way that you're seeing something. So it's going to be all about the surface level stuff, the money, the like, oh, you've already done all these other, you, you already know what to do. Like you've already lost 30 pounds before. Why don't you do just do the same stuff you did before? Not understanding that like, well, if what I did worked, I wouldn't have gained the weight back. So it didn't actually work. So it is really just like about bringing it back around. Like, look, I, I, I need to make this decision for myself and I'm just asking for your support, you know? Um, now that's, that's one like aspect of this needing somebody's permission. The other let, aspect. Let, yeah. I want to do other scenarios too. Like, let's say if you just started your journey and let's say, you know, normally you and your spouse, let's say go out on a date night and you both drink way too much and they're expecting to drink a ton. And you're like, and let's say you have set an intention. Let's say you worked with your coach and you set an intention to only have one beer. When and they're used to you having like three, four, five, six yeah. beers with them. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, babe. Um, so I know we're going out tonight. We're on our way out right now. I can see you driving recklessly with your... Uh, <laughs> For anybody um, <laughs> who knows me, I know you're dying right now. Um, <laughs> Lord, hope we don't get a flat. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, um, I want you to know that I'm just, I am really making an effort to just, you know, lose some of the weight that I've kind of gained over the last couple of years because it's really been bothering me and I've been feeling really tired and I want to, I don't feel like I'm my best self for you. And so I want to really, you know, improve on that. I know that usually when we go out, we drink quite a bit. One of the things that I know is going to help me to be more clear and to make better decisions for us in our relationship um, and to help me just feel better physically, you can stop running. Hold on. Is There's a reason why I'm doing it. Is, um, so I'm probably going to have quite a bit less drinks tonight than I normally would. Um, and so I just kind of want you to, to have that expectation going into the night. Cause I know it's a different behavior than normal. Quite a bit less. I'm planning on getting wasted. What do you mean? Why are you still driving? Well, I thought you were going to say something differently and I was going to do this, but <laughs> anyways, <laughs> Nine minutes later, Sari <laughs> can't feel her shoulder. <laughs> this is why we train. <laughs> um, I mean, I've given myself just, I'm going to stick with two drinks. Oh, wow. That's a lot less than we normally do. Yeah. And, you know, you can do whatever you need to do. I'm supportive. I just ask for you to be the same supportive 
for what I feel like I need to do for me. Mm. Can I still drunk? Yeah. I Like I said, I'm, I'm just going to ask for your support in the amount that I would support you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, I mean, if that's what you need to do, that's what you need to do. <laughs> I want to I wanna go overboard like like a feisty spouse. I guess you signed up for this program, so they tell you to drink less. I'm kidding. <laughs> well. Look, you guys, so, what, what we're walking okay. you through right now, though, like those are real life situations. Like you're listening to this. You might be like laughing about it. You might be crying about it. You might be shocked about it. You might be grateful about it because you're like, wow, I've never had to deal with this before. I needed However, this. it doesn't, or maybe you're like, oh my gosh, like speaking to my soul. And by the way, if you're watching this on YouTube, would love for you to drop a comment and say like, you know, is this relatable to you or is this something that you've never really had to walk through? And, you know, like we would just love to know, like, where are you at in terms of, you know, what we're sharing here? Yeah. And one more thing before we wrap it up is there's a difference between those two scenarios. They're very one-on-one -on -one spousal or significant other boyfriend, girlfriend, roommate, whoever. Um, or even like a parent or sibling, whoever you're really close to, right? Uh, there's a difference between those scenarios and then the general population like needing approval from the general, gen, general, general, yeah, population. And like, what's a scenario so, of you needing approval from the general population? Not making a post on social media. Oh, because you're, because, because you're scared somebody will see. It's a fear of criticism. Yeah, it's what it. will other people think? That is needing approval before you do something. What will other people think? Who fucking cares what other people think? Because here's the, here's the reality. This is something I've really had to get over because I am a, I would say recovering people pleaser and like a, like, really wanting everybody to just like me. And what I realize is if you try to get everybody to like you, you become 16 personalities that you're not. Mm. And it's stressful and it's overwhelming. And you're like, what personality do I have to be now? What lie do I have to use to cover up the lie that I used the last time? Who was I last time I was around these people? Like, mm -hmm. what does this person like? How do I need to be? And it's like, you end up becoming um, like a jack of all trades is a master of none. And gosh, what better to be a master of than your fucking self? So, you know, when you just truly, you'll find like, Look, if you're a good person, if you deliver value to whoever you come in contact with in some way, even a smile exchange on the street, you pass somebody and you smile at them and they feel a certain kind of good way. You've given that person value. You're a good person. Your intentions are good. You want to help. You know, you have good integrity. You can't be wrong 
You can't be wrong. None of us are perfect. We're always going to make mistakes. But if you make the mistake of trying to be somebody that you're not, you are the only one that's suffering. You're the only one that's suffering. And so the best thing that you could do is understand I'm not everybody's cup of tea. You're not everybody's cup of tea. And that's okay because some people don't like Earl Grey and some people don't like chamomile. Some people don't like black licorice. That's okay. That doesn't mean they're a bad person. It just means that the people who truly can connect with you being authentically who you are, are the people you're going to want to be around the most anyways. And if you try to pretend to be somebody else, you're going to attract people you ultimately don't want to be around. So then when you find who you really are and you step into that, for one, it's going to take a lot more courage for you to behave as that person because you've been pretending to be somebody else. And for Mm. two, you're going to be stuck with all these friends that are not friends. So when... When doing something where you're exposed to the public, I suppose, is really what this is about, like making a social media post or, um, you know, what, what's, an, what's another scenario? I feel like that's the most prevalent thing in our society you is know, being like, public You know, like, I will media. give you a scenario of something that I've, I've experienced with some people that I coach. It's let's say having a drink on a first date, even though in your heart, you don't really want to because you care about what they, what they would think if you're like saying, no, that's okay. I don't want to have a drink. Yeah. Like, oh, are they going to think I'm a recovering alcoholic or who cares? Right. Or, or let's say, you know, like letting somebody on a first date choose your coffee because you're scared that they will judge you based on the coffee choice like oh stevia like or pretending to like what somebody else likes because they like it yeah right and you're like well i want to fit in i want to fit in when you when you try so hard to fit in you don't stand out to anybody or i will give you a good example let's say you're at a gathering with a few people and let's say you just got on your journey and you're like man i'm gonna eat cleaner and then everybody's just like yeah let's get nachos let's get wings let's get beer what are they gonna think if i get a salad yeah, and like what you really want a salad with grilled chicken, and you're like, yeah, I guess I'll have what everybody's having because I don't, you know, like I know that they're probably gonna ask me like, hey Gina, how come you're getting this? Or I don't like, want to be. Why don't you live a little? And you, you know, don't want to be the odd person out. Yeah, and have to explain yourself. <sighs> I think that that's tricky for people too. Is not wanting to have to explain themselves for why they're choosing to do things differently than most people. If you think about the word average, it is what most, it's, it's the most prevalent thing, right? Um, it's the, um, it's the sum divided by however many parts, Units, yeah. right? Um, which means it's the most generalized form of whatever thing. And so if we're talking about humanity, average is the most generalized form. It's like what everybody, what the most amount of people are doing. And if the most amount of people are in debt, depressed, overweight, Overweight. do you want to be in that category of average? 
Do you want to be in that category of average? So a good rule of thumb is to look at what everybody else is doing and not do that. Otherwise, you get what they get. Unless you're in the ENS Army, then you do want to do. It depends on the room that you're in. Yes, of course. But if you look around to see what is average in the room that I'm in, do I want average? Yes. Okay, cool. But the average might just be a higher standard depending on where you put yourself. But if you look at like the people in the room, if you go to the Cheesecake Factory, I'm just saying like I'm I'm not trying to like uh, shame anybody for anything. Like everybody should live their own life and do what they need to do. And as long as they're happy about it, I'm happy for them. But you go to the Cheesecake Factory or you look at the line to the Cinnabon, nobody's in shape. What are they eating? Look at what they're eating. I'm like, I don't want to eat those things. They're I don't want to be. Exercise. You know? And so cheesecake. again, not like not to shame anybody, but I'm just saying like, if you look around at the collective and you see what they're doing, if you don't want what the life that they have, the body they have, the finances they have, the relationships they have, whatever, don't do what they're doing. Simple logic, right? Um, so, you know, better to have the courage to be who you are genuinely and understand that some people are not going to be okay with it. But what happens is those people end up just going away because I don't want to hang out with you. And then it makes your life easier because you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to go find the people that understand why I am the way I am by being truly who I am. This fire. Give me some. Up top. Up top. Up top. So that's it. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you like this video, please um, subscribe, share it with somebody. If it made you think of somebody who's like, oh my gosh, my friend Sally's going to love this. Share it with her. If you're listening to this on the podcast, um, you know, it means the world if you're able to go rate and review the show so that other people can have a good understanding of kind of what this is about. Uh, we truly love you guys. We're grateful for you checking it out. Hope that you got value from this. If you did, hit us in the comments, hit that like button. Um, and when you subscribe and, and uh, hit the little bell, you'll be notified whenever we drop a new video. So anything else? Yeah, check out the description. There's probably some tools that we provided for you in the case that you're watching this for the very first time so that, you know, you can actually have a path to get started on. We're truly here to help you. And uh, we hope that you found lots of value in today's conversation. And until next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Sari. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsari.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sari.